in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, subscribe at Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating while you're there. Amazon Robotics. So last week I attended a Amazon Robotics exhibit at the Boston Children's Museum took my niece. Kind of interesting. We deconstructed and reconstructed one of the robots that's used in Amazon's distribution centers. Then a couple days ago, we just had the news that Amazon plans to roll out a robot for the home. So at present, we have one company in the home with, with robots, at least one that sort of sounds like it may be close in form factor to Amazon, and that would be the iRobots Roomba device. And the Roomba, if you have one, is essentially a, a vacuum cleaner a disc-shaped vacuum cleaner for the home. And the piece that wasn't discussed in Amazon's news release is what exactly will the robot look like? What will it do? Features and functionality. That's just the mystery at this juncture. So let's speculate because it's fun to speculate. So one, I doubt it will be a vacuum cleaner because if, if you, if, when you roll out a new product, if you guide people in a certain manner, they will follow. People generally want to be led, particularly when it comes to technology. They want a easy-to-use low friction guided experience something that's easy to navigate simplicity is key and so if you if amazon were to roll out a a, a robot that performed as irobots roomba does a vacuum cleaner in other words people would use it as a vacuum cleaner even if it had a hundred different features built in if it was positioned and sold as a vacuum cleaner and that's how people became to know it they would use it as such put it away when the task was over and and, and that's it and that's not what Amazon is interested in. What is Amazon interested in? What do we know about Amazon? We know Amazon wants to know more about you. We know Amazon wants to maximize the dollars you spend with it over the course of your life. You and your family members. The more family members you can get on Prime globally, the better. So what has Amazon done so far on the home? Well, we've got the AI-powered speakers, stationary devices that have the ability to receive verbal commands. We have Amazon Key which allows Amazon and over time other service providers access into the home, monitored access. Remember, Amazon has its, its cameras that will record uh, the exit and entry. Um, we have Amazon via internet access, obviously, the, the Amazon that we've all come to know over the past couple of decades. So if Amazon were to roll out a, a robot, we would assume that it would be portable so it could follow us in the home where the stationary home speakers can't. Let's assume it, it has some LiDAR capability because the thing needs to be able to navigate its way around the home. So it has some level of LiDAR capability so it can see. And it would probably make sense to build that LiDAR capability to the point where Amazon can distinguish between a person and an object in the home. So not just moving objects, as a moving object could, could be a, a pet, an animal, but a, a person. So now Amazon can tell Okay, how many people are in the home? If Amazon's robot has vision, it will be able to tell not only how many people are in the home, but when they're home. So is it a primary residence, a secondary residence, a tertiary residence? What time of year is it busiest? Uh, what, what months of the year? What weeks? What days? Uh, what a peak hours? So it can start to understand living habits within that particular residence. When are people asleep? When are people at work? When are people away for the season? This type of thing. It would make sense for the robot to have uh, some type of engagement capability that you that's maybe not featured as much on the, on the speaker so for example an lcd screen so that you can engage beyond voice you know a, a reason to encourage you to interact with the robot because engagement is always a a good thing 
in, in the case of the seller, not necessarily for the for the customer. Perhaps a camera could be introduced to the robot, if not in the first release, second release, or third release. You eventually introduce a camera beyond the the, the lidar viewing capability, but uh, to to record, to visually record, much like the, the cameras with Amazon Key. And my thought there is, um, if you want to extend Key into remote parts of the home, so. Uh, so think of the robot as a uh, as a, a butler or a housekeeper of sorts. So if you have service performed in the home, let's say it's a secondary home, let's say it's a summer home, and you want to have service performed in that home, in that home over a period of a couple of weeks, three weeks, whatever the case may be, wouldn't it be neat if the robot could uh, provide access to the home for uh, service people for entry and exit, uh, record all activities in the home, particularly if there's you know more than one robot. Uh, you have complete visual coverage of the home in real time. And you can do this with cameras as well. But And over time, you can see how a robot or a series of robots could run the home. Stationary robots, moving robots like this one we're talking about. And if you think about over time, how you put your life in the cloud, bills, invoices, medical records. If Apple continues to take its sweet time figuring out electronic medical records, Amazon will figure it out for them. If all that becomes stored in the cloud, Amazon is systematically removing friction from our lives in an effort to facilitate purchases. Sort of like water, removing the barriers to a sale, enabling water to flow downhill. And the more information Amazon can collect about us in our day-to-day lives and store that information and wrap artificial intelligence and decision support systems around that information, Amazon could then begin to automate elements of our daily lives, whole segments of our daily lives. So it's, it's, a, it's a brilliant strategy, one that requires massive scale. And Amazon has for sure been more imaginative in how it deploys its capital and scale. Certainly more than, than, than Apple, which still has more capital to deploy than anybody. And you, know, you could argue more imaginative, less, at least in a, in a visible way, than Google, although Google has quietly gone about some interesting things, knitting together the Google Express ecosystem, which is a, a significant rival to Amazon that nobody really talks about. That's all for now. See you next time.